There are a lot of things that we can do that will manifest that strong body. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. By using exercises and eating in a certain way. From our studios in Malibu, California. There are some things that we can do that take advantage of science. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. I'm host Brad Kearns here in the Malibu studios with our guest, Mark Sisson. And today we're going to talk about supplements, nutritional supplements. And when you think about what the primal blueprint means and going back to basics and living simply, the idea of supplements uh, could seem counterintuitive. So let's start from that point and wonder why, if you're living and eating primally, would you want to explore the idea of taking a nutritional supplement? Right. And that's been a, a good question that people have asked over the years that we've been doing the primal blueprint. And you know, the, going back to the original intent of the Primal Blueprint, which is to to live an optimized life, to be as healthy as you can be, to enjoy life, to live as long as you can, to not get sick, to have as much energy as you can possibly ever want to do the things that you want to do. These are all the reasons that we engage in the uh, recommendations and the and the activities in the Primal Blueprint. So that's that sort of informs the types of foods that we choose to eat, the types of exercise we choose to do, sun exposure, sleep, things like that. All of which is contemplated to take advantage of these gene switches in our bodies that turn on or off as a result of these various inputs. So the idea behind the Primal Blueprint being one of harnessing the the aspects of evolution that we know would maybe benefit us individually in creating the leanest, strongest, happiest, healthy productive human that we can based on this recipe that we have, this gene recipe. What I've gleaned from the science as well as from uh, all the years that I've been involved in in performance and athletics is that while there are a lot of things that we can do, a lot of choices that we can make that will manifest that strong, lean, fit body simply by choosing exercises and simply by eating a certain way, there are some things that we can do that take advantage of the science. There are some things that we can, some supplements that we can, that we can use that will uh, assist our bodies in either recovering from exercise quicker or generating a little bit more energy or predisposing us to, to building a little bit more muscle or maybe reducing our risk for certain types of disease or at least the risk factors for certain types of disease. And that's really the premise behind, again, the primal blueprint is not just how do we recreate history and evolution, but how do we tap into modern science and, and, and what we know about how the gene expresses itself to, to live the best possible life. Well, you also hear some critics saying that it's very difficult to go back and uh, approximate the healthy, nutritious foods that our ancestors ate in the simple, low-stress lifestyle. So it's possible that supplements could be considered a modern hack to help you try to model the best possible lifestyle within the context of all the stresses today. And that's a very accurate statement. You know, you mentioned stress. Well, there are, there are uh, any number of stresses that we bring on ourselves, whether it's worrying about the overdue mortgage payment or the bills or traffic or the noise next door or whatever. You know, we, we, we do have a lot of stress in our lives, and some people are able to deal with that through meditation or prayer or some other uh, forms. And, and to those people, I say, bless you, because I can't, I can't do that very well. So I need some nutritional support for me to better handle stress. So I look to certain supplements, certain uh, phytonutrients, uh, certain vitamins, minerals, and so forth that can enhance my body's own natural ability to deal with stress. 
As a result of my investigation into that a few years ago, I created a product called Primal Calm, and it's just simply a, a collection of some of these nutrients that help the body better deal with stress. Magnolia bark is an, what we call an anxiolytic. It reduces the, the effects of, uh, of anxiety and their stressful situations. Uh, phosphatidylserine is one of my favorite nutrients in the world. Uh, it's a critical component of nerve cell membranes. In fact, it's a critical component of all cell membranes, and it's a, a, what we call a working molecule that controls access to the inside of the cell. And we don't get a lot of it in our, uh, in e even the best possible diet. We don't make a lot of it in the best of times. Uh, our body doesn't manufacture a lot of it. And we don't get much from our diet. So it would make sense to be able to supplement with phosphatidylserine if it were shown to be safe and effective and not have any long-term you know, negative aspects. So for 20 years, I've been taking phosphatidylserine, for example. There are other aspects of this... Um, idyllic lifestyle of the uh, you know the primal blueprint if you eat right then why should you have to take supplements one great example is uh, vitamin D you know you might eat the perfect primal blueprint diet which it takes in a, a healthy amount of good fats uh, eliminates the bad fats supports the manufacture of cholesterol because cholesterol is where the the vitamin D comes from the component that is probably one of the most important Vitamins. It should have been actually should have been called a, a hormone, but vitamin D is very important in our in the immune system. For example, you need sun in order to convert cholesterol just below the skin into vitamin D to have this immune system uh, functioning as well as it possibly can based on the amount of vitamin D. Well, if you live in in any part of the United States in the winter time, you have a very difficult time getting 20 minutes of unprotected sun exposure on a daily basis, certainly in the wintertime. Uh, and if you live in the United States, and particularly in the northern climates, sometimes even in the summer you have a difficult time. Or if you work in an office building, or you you know, you know live in an urban environment and you're not out getting, getting sun. So it would make sense to supplement with a, a vitamin D supplement. Uh, they're inexpensive. Uh, they're sort of ubiquitous. You can get them just about anywhere. And it, it, you know, it makes good sense to be able to take advantage of that kind of technology where the D3 has been, you know, has, has been created in a uh, very uh, safe, effective dosage. You can't really overdose on it. It'd be very difficult to do that. But it's enough to offset the diminished amount of vitamin D that you make on a regular basis because of lack of sun, for example. Right. And I know you spoke about vitamin D and the Primal Connection. You have a great ebook coming out on vitamin D pretty soon. Uh, and I think it's important to reiterate that point that diet is such an insignificant contribution to vitamin D level. So we have sunlight, which is the huge factor. And then with these supplements, what kind of IUs are we talking about in the supplement and as far as your recommendation of what someone would get in a day? Well, you know, so I make these, I make a vitamin D3 supplement. It's very inexpensive. It's 2,000 milligram, or excuse me, 2,000 international units per capsule. But you know, people take six or eight capsules a day. You might take 10,000 IU a day. If I were in a position where I was feeling uh, like maybe a cold or a flu was coming on, I might dose it up to 20 or 30,000 IU a day for a couple of days. In fact, in some circles, the, the um, supplementing of vitamin D has sort of overtaken the old dosing on vitamin C when you feel a, feel a cold coming on. So that's a, you know, it's a few thousand 
international units a day supplemented in the diet for somebody who's not getting enough sun. Just I think it just makes good sense. I think it's I think it's prudent. We talk about the healthy omega three fats in our in a in a primal blueprint eating strategy and the fact that we try to eliminate the industrial seed oils, uh, the hydrogenated oils, the oils and fats that are high in omega six pro inflammatory uh, agents and to try and, um, and, and cover that ground by increasing the amount of omega-3 that we take in. But a lot of sources of omega-3 are expensive. I mean, line-caught salmon, wild salmon, uh, can be wickedly expensive, and depending on what part of the country you're in, may not even be available. Uh, so certain types of oily deep-water fish, which are good sources of uh, omega-3s, if you're not getting them on a regular basis, it might make sense to supplement your diet with a, an omega-3 capsule. These are uh, capsules that are derived from fish, typically fish sources, but often krill sources. Uh, they provide high levels of EPA and DHA, which are the two critical components of omega-3 fatty acids. A lot of people will say, well, wait a minute, I can get omega-3 from flaxseed oil, for instance, from vegan or vegetarian, vegetarian sources. But the reality is that alpha-linoleic acid, which is the which is one of the uh, forms in which uh, we see omega-3, does not get converted into the really critical components, icosapentaenoic acid and docosahexaenoic acid, the EPA and the DHA, which are just readily available in fish oil capsules. Some people have expressed concerns, well, you know, these fish oils can get rancid or they, you know, they may not be as pure as people say. Uh, a lot has changed in the last 10 years, and the methods of purifying omega-3 fish oil capsules are rigorously controlled by uh, what we call the GMP, the good manufacturing pra pra practices of the, uh, the co-packing industry uh, and, you know, ISO 9000 strategies, and it's all overseen by, by the FDA in some, in some cases who oversee uh, or at least set the, set the rules and the standards for uh, manufacturing supplements. So there are uh, a, a number of reasons why I might suggest taking supplemental Omega-3 capsules. And again, they're not expensive. They're, they're, they're quite, in fact, quite fairly inexpensive. Okay, so you've talked about the phosphatidylserine, uh, the vitamin D, or vitamin D3 specifically is what you want to look for on the shelves, and then the uh, omega-3s. Is there any sort of uh, tips about, when we get bombarded in a big box store with the many, many choices in these categories, are there some uh, guidelines to think about for product quality? Well, yeah. Uh, one of the initial reasons that I started my supplement company was because I wanted to make stuff on a, on a regular basis that I could ship directly to people's homes and uh, have them consume them as, as uh, readily and quickly as possible because what happens with a lot of these supplements is that they have, you know, these are, this is, it was at one time living or organic material that can degrade uh, fairly rapidly. Uh, and the typical distribution scenario for vitamins and minerals and supplements is that a large manufacturer might make a huge batch. They might ship it to a distributor. The distributor might hold on to it for months or even a year at a time before it gets into the health food store where it may sit on the shelf for several more months until you blow the dust off it and check the expiration date. And a lot of times these companies are very liberal with their expir expiration dates. They might be you know, put a three-year expiration date, that doesn't mean that it's going to be bad for you if you take it three years out, but it might mean that it has lost 80% of its potency. So one of the things to look at is expiration dates. Another is to, is to take into consideration the fact that a lot of these products 
made by the big box distributors or whatever may have been sitting on various and sundry shelves a long time before they made it into your pantry or kitchen or medicine cabinet. Another thing that I that I uh, try to do with with my approach to this supplementation uh, problem, and, and it's not a problem, but it's, a, it's a, uh, a challenge for some people, because I think a lot of people walk into the health food store and they're, they're inundated with literally 20,000 different SKUs, 20,000 different units of, uh, and, and 75 vitamin C choices, and, and 45 vitamin E choices, and different forms of vitamin E. So I, 17 years ago, I thought to myself, look, if I were a person who was going to be wanting to take advantage of the best that the supplement industry had to offer, and I didn't want to be uh, chasing around uh, aisle after aisle for with a basket of, of goodies and trying to fill that basket full of 25 bottles of the best possible nutrients that the research has, has shown to be effective, um, what would I do? And what I would do is I would create this, what I call now the master formula. And this is uh, an opportunity for people who are really interested in taking advantage of, of the best that supplementation has to offer by combining the top ingredients, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients. So this product has CoQ10, it has resveratrol, it has alpha-lipoic acid, it has grapeseed extract, green tea extract, milk thistle, phosphatidylserine, again my very favorite nutrient, and 40 others that I haven't mentioned. Um, in uh, what we would call the kind of therapeutic doses, those kind of doses that people would, would normally take uh, a bottle at a time uh, in a health food store. But now we've gotten rid of all of the fillers and binders and excipients and extruding agents and all these other things and put them into six easy-to-swallow capsules we take once or twice a day. I'm, starting, I'm sorry if I'm starting to sound like an infomercial here, but, but the reality is that I believe strongly in supplementation and in many cases high potency supplementation for a number of reasons. I'll give you one example. So resveratrol, which has made a lot of uh, news and headlines recently for its sort of anti-aging benefits. Um, I'm looking now at some research that shows that uh, resveratrol may enhance mitochondrial biogenesis. Well, mitochondrial biogenesis is my favorite word. It's actually two words, but uh, it's, it's what we're striving to achieve when we're taking on a low-carb uh, or ketogenic or very low-carb or paleo or ancestral or primal eating strategy where we're cutting out the excess carbohydrates and we're trying to become that fat-burning beast. We become a fat-burning beast. We become better at burning fat and burning off our stored body fat and burning ketones by rearranging some of the metabolic machinery in the body. And part of, that, part of building that metabolic machinery is increasing the proliferation of mitochondria. Mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cells where the beta oxidation of fats and some amount of carbohydrate takes place. And we want to increase the number uh, and the efficiency of those mitochondria. Well, if I can take a supplement that will help me do that, why, why would I not want to do that? Why would I not choose to do that? If, if, if my increasing the number and the efficiency of mitochondria in my cells, increasing my energy, increasing my ability to burn fat, making me better at um, at submaximal performance as an endurance athlete, you know, why would I not take advantage of that? And if you look at all of the nutrients that, that people do supplement with now, some of them have a tremendous amount of research behind them. Some of them have almost none and are probably not worth your taking. 
But you know, my what my hobby for the last twenty years has been human performance and how do I get the most out of this body that I've been given and how do I how do I accentuate the um, the the DNA recipe that that exists within me by taking advantage of supplements and my eating strategy and so that's really how why I have this this master formula and I'm also a big fan of of antioxidants I think you know that again if we go back to the stress question you know one of the problems with stress is that it increases oxidative damage one of the problems with a high carbohydrate diet is it increases oxidative damage and free radical output so what can I what can I add to my diet that will reduce that amount of free radical damage that will mitigate some of that damage and decrease the free radical so that's really the, that's the, the the intention behind supplementing now these are choices do I have to supplement no is it quite likely or possible that if I don't supplement I'll live a long happy healthy productive lifestyle absolutely but where I'm coming from having read the research and being very interested in in you know these manifesting the ultimate expression of my body in a way that I that I envisioned for myself which is to be still playing frisbee at 85 years old you know and out playing or, or going for a you know a stand up paddle or snowboarding I I want to do all the things I can do to preserve my energy to preserve my my lean mass to to preserve my thought process as a lot of the the supplements that we're looking at these days the omega 3 for for instance the phosphatidylserine will have maybe an impact in cognition and, and brain power, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I want to take advantage of all those things. I mean, you know, if, if I can afford it, why would I not want to do that? Yeah, so speaking of this human performance talking and being the best you can be, I think it's important to distinguish, especially we come from the athletic world, there's so much hype and misinformation that you take something and you're going to feel beyond normal. You're going to feel awesome or it's going to help you directly improve your performance and it's not really about that, is it? No. In fact, um, w- one, of the, one of the problems, if you will, with supplementation, it's not really a problem, but is it, you know, you don't, you're not supposed to notice it immediately. It's not like taking ephedrine or something where you, you, know, you get amped up very quickly. When you, when you increase the amount of vitamin D in your system, it takes, it's, a, it's a fat-soluble vitamin. It's, it's absorbed over time. It, so it, it, it takes a while to get incorporated at what we call tissue-level saturation. But over time, theoretically, you will feel better. Theoretically, you will perform better by, by taking some of these supplements. No guarantees. But you, should, you actually shouldn't ne- uh, notice a, a big change or improvement but in, in an acute phase, that is, by taking it for just a couple of days. The one, uh, the one maybe caveat I'll give there is it's, uh, I've had people take the Primal Calm who were under a tremendous amount of stress and feel within a couple of days like you know, they, they, were, they were handling it better. But for the most part, when you supplement, you're doing it as a long-term strategy, not just as a 30-day program or, or a 90-day program. Right. Like you say, damage control or prevention and those kind of things, which uh, it's not as easy to, to buy into as the hype. And so when you're making budget decisions and things like that, well, astute observers will notice that we've been talking through your, the, the particular items in your product line. Um, so just to recap, uh, we had the, the vitamin D, the omega-3s, the phosphatidylserine, and then the multivitamin antioxidant. So if someone was coming into this thinking, yeah, I want to be better, uh, I'll, I'll try some stuff, that would probably be along the lines of um, what they would start out with. Yeah, the other thing is um, probiotics. You're going to see in the next five years that gut health 
is going to take a, a front seat to everything that's happening in health. And uh, we're starting to see it in our space right now with discussions on the microbiome, with studies on uh, uh, actually uh, mapping uh, individual microbiomes and including them. That by, by microbiome, I mean the the healthy and unhealthy bacteria that reside, reside in your gut. That is the 60 to 80 trillion bacteria that reside in your gut, the most of you that is not you. And uh, with this attention on gut health, part of that is impacted by bad diet. If you have a bad diet, you, you, you're not feeding your, your, your gut bugs the way you should, then some of the unhealthy bacteria take over and you get sick. Or uh, if, you've, if you've encountered a situation where you're um, taking antibiotics and you kill off the bad bacteria, you automatically kill off the good bacteria. Now you have to repopulate your gut with some kind of a healthy bacteria. So one of the uh, ways that we evolved, uh, which made it no issue, first of all, we had no antibiotics, and second of all, we didn't have the poisonous foods that we had right now, but third of all, we ate dirt every day. So every bite of food we ever took as, as you know, in, in 10,000 years ago or even 200 years ago, contained microbes that would teach your immune system how to fight much more dangerous microbes. And it was part of this education of the immune system that depended on the intake of germs from the soil, from soil organisms. Well, now that we're in this modern age of hygiene and, and, and Purell and washing our hands before every meal and before we, after we touch a doorknob, uh, we no longer have this, uh, this, this schooling in our immune systems, and we have to sort of rely on probiotics to repopulate our, our gut. And with that in mind, for the last 15 years, I've been a big proponent of taking a probiotic supplement, whether it's fermented uh, you know, sauerkraut or, or kefir or any, any number of the fermented foods, yogurt would be a good example. There's still the, the uh, necessity of introducing some of these healthy bacteria, acidophilus, bifidus, and so on, into the system on a regular basis to repopulate, to replant the seeds of healthy bacteria who will then take root and, and sort of push out the bad bacteria. But if you don't have access to these kind of probiotics on a regular basis, you may experience some gut, gut issues. So I create Primal Flora, which is an uh, inexpensive uh, probiotic that, uh, and you know, I used, to, I used to not take a daily probiotic because I thought, well, you know, I've got a healthy gut and I've cut out all these types of foods from my diet. I ought to be in pretty good shape. But I found that when I was taking it more and more uh, frequently that uh, I actually felt better and better. So I, I'm, I am a fan of daily supplementation with a, a probiotic now. Uh, so at primalblueprint.com, you can read more details about all these products. And one more that you're, um, has been really popular that you recently introduced uh, is Primal Fuel. Talk about where that fits in. Well, yeah, Primal Fuel is, uh, is the meal replacement uh, that I created because I was having a difficult time talking about the necessity of, of avoiding all of these junk foods and, and uh, crappy meals and trying to eat as healthy as you could at every meal. And yet I'd find myself at times without access to, say, eggs to make an omelet or with no time to, to make a, 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 even a two-minute big-ass salad. Uh, and I wanted to have a product that I could mix with water that would taste great, that, that would have uh, the ingredients that I wanted, that would have a macronutrient profile that was healthy fats from coconut, that was uh, the, the gold standard of, of protein, which is uh, whey protein isolate, that had some of the prebiotics that help feed those probiotics, uh, the microbiome of your gut. 
and that became primal fuel. It's become uh, extremely popular, and uh, a lot of people who depend on some form of, of supplemental meals, people in working in the field, uh, we have a lot of soldiers overseas who order primal fuel because it's the, it's for them it's the best source of nutrition they can get in between you know going off on the sorties and all the uh, uh, I, I hate to use the term adventures but you know all the all the things that they're doing overseas so it's uh, it's become very popular in that in among the servicemen it's very popular among trainers now who you know <laughs> they get up at five o'clock in the morning and they have their first client at six and then they're next at seven and they're next at eight and they don't have a chance to eat breakfast and then by the next time you know it they're you know it's one one o'clock and they haven't eaten. So it's a great meal replacement slash snack. It's just, you know, 22 grams of protein, a couple of grams of, uh, of carbohydrate, and 14 grams of healthy fat from coconut. How can you go wrong? So that makes it quite different than the many, many other supplements, the powdered meal replacements that you see on the shelves. Well, a lot of those are, uh, are either protein only. Um, there's a lot of, of, of protein powders that are sweetened and flavored, but they don't have the fat in them, and they don't have the uh, some of the other uh, micronutrition that we put into primal fuel. On the other hand, there's the mass gainers that are largely carbohydrate that um, you know are just uh, mega sources of calories for people who want to put on a lot of weight. And this is not what I'm about. I'm about you know how can I build muscle and not put on fat and maintain my muscle mass and and uh, control my appetite and one of the things that we notice about Primal Fuel is for a lot of people, uh, it's a great snack because at just under 200 calories, it might take the edge off hunger for the next five or six hours. And if you've got you know, work that you have to do or you're training or you, you, know, you just don't feel like sitting down and preparing a, a real food meal, this is a great second alternative. And I would always recommend that people eat real food first. But in the, in the event that you can't or you don't have access to it or it's not convenient, this is the best second choice. So speaking of the protein, which is a very popular category, and I, I see my uh, soy protein for $9 or the vegetarian proteins, and you said uh, microfiltered whey protein isolate is the best. So that's the distinction that it carries a bigger price tag, but also why is that so much better? Well, I mean, it's just it, it, the, the amino acid profile is better. You know, there's uh, these systems that rate amino acid profiles from... Uh, hemp protein and pea protein and soy protein uh, up through albumin and on up through whey protein concentrate and the highest of bioavailability is from whey protein isolate. Uh, so that's really the, the reason that you want to take a whey protein isolate. Also whey protein concentrate for instance might have some residue of lactose in it. Might, so you might, if you're lactose intolerant that would not be a good choice for you. Some, some proteins are made with just the casein component of the byproduct of, of the milk industry. Well, casein for a lot of people is also an irritant and, and has exhibited a certain large segment of the population that, that can't handle casein as a protein. So whey protein isolate is really the gold standard in these meal replacement products. Okay, we've covered some of the major, most interesting categories of supplements that you offer and that are offered out there that you recommend. Is there anything else? Perhaps you might be making something in the future or other supplements that you think might be worth considering. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're an athlete, there are some great supplements out there that are um, really on the cutting edge. If you're a low-carb ketogenic athlete, there's some super starches uh, that have come on the market right now. Um, this this can product is being used by uh, athletes around the world who are 
trying to stay in ketosis, burning more and more fat, but have to have access to some amount of carbohydrates. So that's a great product. So how it works is it's, it's, a, it's a slow burning, long burning carbohydrate source. It's long chain glucose polymers. So you don't really uh, turn off ketosis while you take this, but you have enough glucose to keep the brain uh, functioning during even uh, high end aerobic activity. So it doesn't spike because of the, the molecule pattern that it's made. It doesn't spike right. Does, do, doesn't change insulin. Doesn't doesn't in, spike insulin, for instance, and as a result, doesn't turn off ketosis. So that's a great one. But for the most part, um, you know, I only have these particular supplements because I'm pretty clear that um, everything else you can get from the food that you're eating. And while you can walk into a, a health food store and you can experiment all you want with all sorts of esoteric uh, individual supplements. You know, and, and I would encourage you, if you're a hacker, a biohacker, and want to try that, go for it. But from my end, that's really, I, I make these for me, for me and my family and my friends. So if I say I need, I need a product that does this, then I make a product that does that. And I use them. So I use all my products for that reason. And having said that, I haven't found anything else right now that I'm compelled to develop. I think I have a very well-rounded arsenal or quiver, if you will, of, of supplements that are going to do what I intend, which is to enhance the, the structure and function of my cells so that I can rebuild, repair, regenerate, renew myself on a daily basis through the types of foods I'm eating at my meals, the types of exercise I'm doing, the amount of sleep, the amount of sun I get, and in some small margin to the supplements that I'm taking. Uh, now, speaking of going in there and doing that one-off stuff, though, however... Uh, when you talk about the master formula and how you balanced everything synergistically. So if you go in the store and buy some calcium because you heard that's going to be good for your bones, there's a little bit of a risk involved if you're just uh, pot-shotting like that. Well, yeah, with individual nutrients, it's always been an issue for me because, um, and calcium is a good example. So a lot of people say, well, I read about osteoporosis. I think I'll go take some calcium and that'll help me build bigger bones. Well, calcium is like one of the, it's probably like fourth on the list of things you do, need to do to build stronger bones. First of all, you need to have your diet in, in, uh, in place. You need to be controlling stress. You need to be doing weight-bearing activity so the bones will want to get stronger. Yes, you need some calcium, but you need some boron and some vitamin D and uh, some, some other cofactors that are going to, you know, some K2 that are going to be involved in the synthesis of that bone tissue. So if you just throw calcium at it, it may be that nothing happens. And that's one of the dangers of doing this, this one-off individual supplementation. Um, one more example, there was a time when um, studies were done that looked at vitamin E by itself and determined that taking uh, individual vitamin E was, had a small increased risk for heart disease beyond not taking vitamin E at all. And people say, well, geez, vitamin E, that must be dangerous. That must be, I'm not going to take vitamin E. Well, the reality was that by just selecting vitamin E and just selecting the alpha tocopherol component of vitamin E and not the mixed tocopherols, uh, so you didn't have the gamma tocopherol, which is even more important, or the, or, the, or the delta or any of the other tocopherols or the tocotrienols. Just looking at alpha tocopherol acetate, for instance, uh, yes, that's an antioxidant until it gives up its electron, and then it becomes a prooxidant. So now it's even, unless you have something to recycle that vitamin E back to its antioxidant form, it becomes a bad guy. Well, that's one of the reasons that when I looked at damage control master formula, I thought, how do we get all of these synergistic components to work together? So I have vitamin C and CoQ10 and all these things that can help recycle vitamin E back to its antioxidant form without it becoming a prooxidant. 
that and the fact that we have mixed tocopherol, so we do have the gamma, we do have the tocotrienols, and all the other sub-fractions of vitamin E that are so critical to, to what makes vitamin E an effective antioxidant. Well, thanks for the great overview, Mark Sisson, on the Primal Blueprint podcast. And to learn more about all the supplements you discuss, go to primalblueprint.com. And also at primalblueprint.com, you can learn about something that's way better than your vitamin D supplement and way more fun for your vitamin D needs. And that's heading down to PrimalCon Tulum. And in March, there's no vitamin D making in the continental U.S. or Europe, so you got to head down to Cancun. Thank you for listening, and we hope you can join us at PrimalCon Tulum, March 1st through 6th, 2014, at the fabulous Dreams Tulum five-star resort on the Mexican Riviera. Please visit PrimalBlueprint.com, and you'll see complete details under the Events tab, and including description of each day on the vacation and all the various room options at the resort.